Live around the globe, it's time for Rudy Max's World on the SSI Radio Network. I've been everywhere, man. I've been everywhere, man. Across the deserts, bear, man. I breathe the mountain air, man. I travel, I've had my share, man. I've been everywhere. Get on the phone now and call 800-387-8025. That's 1-800-387-8025. Email the program at info at rudymaxa.com or follow us on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. And now, America's number one travel radio show, Rudy Max's World. And welcome aboard. And whether you are listening across the nation on one of, the, one of our many network radio affiliates or around the globe via our 24-7 tune-in channel, thanks for being part of another hour of Rudy Max's World with Robert and Mary Carey. Today we're doing something a little different. Uh, Mary and I are coming to you from the Hilton La Jolla Torrey Pines, just north of San Diego, uh, while Rudy is also broadcasting the show today, and he's at the Mill City Museum in Minneapolis. So, Rudy, uh, how's everybody treating you up there today? Well, it's fine, and the museum is about to open its doors, so it's going to get a little noisier here in the uh, lobby of this, what used to be a Mill Museum that's all stone walls and uh, wood floors. It's a fascinating museum if you have a chance. I know it, I know it sounds strange. I'm, place where flour is made, but it's a great museum to see how this worked back uh, when this was the flower capital of the world from 1880 to about It, it is a great museum. Mary and I have been there in the past, and uh, it, it's beautiful right there on the river. Oh, I didn't know you'd been here. That's great. That's yeah, great. Actually, uh, well, we're having a, we're having a very... Yeah, and I'm sure folks are treating you well in La Jolla at uh, Torrey Pines as well. Uh, they are, uh, but it is San Diego, uh, so even if they weren't, uh, you can't help but love it out here. So, But everybody has been great, and we thank them for their hospitality. True dat, true dat. All right, coming up this hour, the dramatic, and I underline that word dramatic, history of the mills of Minnesota. It's how Bisquick and Wheaties wound up in your kitchen, to be blunt about it. And a lot of people died making that flour, actually right here in the building I'm in. We're going to meet David Stevens. He's a historian with the Mill City Museum, about 18 after the hour. Then Robert and Mary Carey on the left coast are going to take us to the gorgeous Balboa Park and later inside the famed San Diego Zoo. Then I'm going to introduce you to one of the founders of, the, of America's farm-to-table movement who celebrates the joys of farmers' markets everywhere. In fact, Brenda Langdon happened to start the one in Minneapolis, and she's also one of the city's premier restaurateurs. We've got a few more news items, don't we, Robert and Mary? Yes, we do. Let's see. What do we have here? All right. Um, Beware of fake hotel booking sites cropping up and causing trouble for even seasoned travelers. The FTC recently warned that just because a web page looks like the official site of your favorite hotel chain doesn't mean it is. Unlike legitimate resellers like Expedia or Travelocity, the fake sites use the logos and pictures from the hotel to trick the travelers into thinking they're on the hotel's actual website. They advertise lower rates, then add in hidden fees and take deposits for rooms they never book. And then the hotels have to deal with the complaints coming in. Um, This is not a new problem, but it's a growing problem. And the purpose of the FTC statement was to raise awareness in the uh, traveling public and reach more visitors, potential people booking. And the hotel, American Hotel and Lodging Association welcomed the FTC warning, calling it a sign of progress that this issue is being taken more seriously. Now I have a fun one. Here we go. Rudy, Robert. I'm are always you, concerned uh, yeah, you have He's going to jump in with this one. <laughs> um, are you aware there's a new terminal coming to JFK on a scale of 178,000 square feet and $48 million? $48 million. It's coming equipped with oh, a swimming pool. In fact, we're having the, one of the designers. 
We're having one of the designers on next week, I believe. But go ahead and I'm uh, not going to spoil. Are you, you really? Punchline. Okay. Well, this is good timing. Yeah. All right. Uh, equipped with a swimming pool, suites with flat screen TVs, customized departure lounges, and around-the-clock medical care. Well, sounds, uh, that's great. Sounds that, great. That's, that's an improvement. Uh, uh, it's yeah. not for humans. It is for animals. So did you know that... No, no, hold on. Yep. $48 million for, yep. for animals. So here's why. Well, and and what, are, what are they spending on us humans? Well, we could use a pool in a terminal. Well, I, I would could. actually I love that. Um, Rudy, would you like a pool for your or, delayed or, or, flights. or spa at your airport? I think you might. Possibly. Yes, I yeah. would. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to be as well treated as these animals are going to be at JFK. Exactly. Luxury suites. So um, they, JFK currently has... A facility for holding. They have to, obviously, for quarantined animals. Um, they take in about 70,000 animals uh, at JFK, come through the airport each year. They need a larger facility. And this is, um, let's see, this will be opening the end of 2016. It's the world's only privately owned animal terminal and USDA approved full service 24 hour airport quarantine facility for the import and export of horses, pets, birds, and livestock. Well, I wish I could say I could see it. All right, so Rudy, what do you have there? That's funny. That is funny, Mary. Well, by the way, the name of that is going to be the Ark. The Ark, yes. Um, yes. Yeah. Well, at the start of the year, you know, on the show several times, I mentioned the strength of the U.S. dollar versus foreign currencies, especially the euro. And there was some speculation the euro would actually drop to parity with the dollar. In other words, one euro would equal one dollar. Well, that didn't happen. And then uh, a couple months ago, the euro began to regain strength. But then came the Greek money crisis, which means good news for travelers headed to Europe in the near future. The dollar is back. As of Friday, the dollar was worth one euro and nine cents. Now, exactly two years ago this time, You'd have had to spend a dollar thirty-four to buy a single euro. That's twenty-five cents more than you would this weekend if you were landing somewhere in Euro land. That's good news. And you said, Robert, you've been watching the Canadian dollar too, yeah, right? Yeah, I think the Canadian dollar is right now worth a, a, a one U.S. dollar gets you about a dollar thirty Canadian, uh, which is which is high because wow. a few years ago they were almost on uh, parity as well. Uh, yeah, I'm old enough to remember when it took a dollar twenty-five U.S. to buy one one <laughs> Canadian dollar. But I, I, I found this surprising. Uh, Cheapflight.com's cheap sixth annual airport affordability index found that Cincinnati's airport, it's located technically in northern Kentucky across the river, offered on average the cheapest fares in the country. That was followed by Atlantis, Atlanta, Dallas's Love Field, LaGuardia, and Chicago's O'Hare. Now, the average fare from Cincy was 199 By the way, that airport was ranked way down at number 77 last year. Now it's number one. And I'm surprised because... American really downgraded Cincy as a hub, so it has fewer flights. Another surprise, average fares out of O'Hare in Chicago were 265 bucks a ticket, while at the smaller close-in Midway that's dominated by Southwest, the average ticket price was $100 more. Southwest is supposed to be the discount airline. I think Southwest has been raising fares for flights in and out of Midway since it really dominates that in-town in, in airport. By the way, Southwest is doing something right. It reported a record profit for the second quarter of this year. Just second quarter, three months, $691 million profit. Wow, six hundred ninety-one million. Wow. Hmm. Um, yeah. All right, I've got a couple here. Do you have any more ready, or do you want me? To, I'm going to have got one. I to jump in with. No, I got more. You got one. Go ahead. Oh, I yeah. got lots. <laughs> all right, so let me just throw this. Uh, so if you are, you know, if you're an aviation buff, you're interested in aviation, you have kids or grandkids that are interested in becoming a pilot. Uh, well, you may want to listen up. This week, Boeing released a new forecast that showed the world's airlines will add, and get this, 38,000 new planes to the global fleet over the next 30 years. Uh, so clearly, we're all going to be traveling a lot more, it looks like. Uh, but, but this means there'll be a need for 558,000 new commercial airline pilots, about 600,000 new commercial airline maintenance workers. So 38,000 new planes coming over the next uh, 
30 years, Rudy. Uh, next 20 years, I'm wow. sorry, next 20 years. Uh, yeah, so. and, and there is some worry that there's going to be a shortage of pilots, actually. Yes, that, um, yeah. That's Correct, that's a big issue. A lot of people mm-hmm. retiring right now uh, the way they are, so... Um, right. yeah. It's an issue we're going to take up on an upcoming show as well. So. All right. So up next, Rudy's going to be talking with the historian at the Mill City Museum. Uh, then just after the bottom of the hour, Mary and I are back. We'll take you to Balboa Park. So stay with us. We're all back in about three minutes. Connect with America's number one travel radio show by calling 800-387-8025 or follow the program at rudymaxa.com. We'll be right back. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-550-0101. 800-550-0101. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven, gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-550-0101. 800-550-0101. Identity thieves are smart, ruthless at what they do. You heard about the latest government data breach, right? Investigators now believe that data thefts from the Office of Personnel Management Computer Systems compromise sensitive personal information of roughly 21.5 million people. You know, if federal government databases can be hacked, what do you think about protection of other databases that store your information? Don't stop living your life. Just do what Rudy, Mary, and I have done. Get LifeLock Ultimate Plus Identity Theft Protection. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your social security number, bank and retirement accounts, credit cards, even the equity in your home. Obviously, no one can prevent all identity theft or monitor transactions at every business, but you only have one identity, so protect it with the best. Call or visit LifeLock.com and save 10% on your membership. And be sure to use promo code RUDY. That's promo code RUDY to get our 10% discount. Call 800-637-8149. That's 800-637-8149 or RudyMaxa.com under sponsors. To connect with the program, call 800-387-8025. That's 800-387-8025. Or visit the show online at RudyMaxa.com. Welcome back to Rudy Maxa's World. It's 18 past the hour here in Rudy Maxa's World, probably 18 past the hour in your world as well. Nice to have you in mind, at least for a brief time, as you listen to America's most popular radio travel show. We're broadcasting live today. I'm broadcasting live today from the Mill City Museum along the Mississippi River in Minneapolis, Minnesota. And in California at the Hilton La Jolla Torrey Pines, Robert and Mary Carey are hanging out there. And they're going to bring you a lot more details about that destination in the course of this hour. And this segment of the show is sponsored by LifeLock.com. Identity theft is rampant. You don't need me to tell you that. All you have to do is read the papers every day. It's not getting any better either. So if you travel or you use your credit card or access public Wi-Fi or share your social security number with a doctor or a hospital, you are at risk. Not maybe at risk, you are at risk. 
But don't stop living your life. Do what the carries and I do. Get LifeLock Ultimate Plus protection by visiting LifeLock.com. And here's the deal. If you can remember my first name, Rudy, R-U-D-Y, you'll save 10% on your membership at LifeLock.com. Just enter Rudy if you apply online or if you call him up or just go to RudyMaxa.com and look under sponsors on the homepage. But just remember the code is Rudy to save 10%. My guest right here in the lobby, and the museum is opening up now, the Mill City Museum. And it's called the Mill City Museum because... Between the late 1880s and, and the 19, early 1930s, I guess, this was the capital of flour milling in the United States of America. And the guy who knows a lot more about it than I do is my next guest. He's a historian. Dave Stevens is the public program specialist here at Mill City Museum. Dave, welcome to the show. Nice to have you here. Yeah, thanks for being here. I don't know. You can probably say more articulately than I can how big a deal this was as a flour capital of the United States. Yeah, this, uh, the Mill City Museum is in the Washburn A-Mill, which was the, the biggest of the mills, but only for one year. But it's one of 24 flour mills. That, there were 24 were here. here? 24, um, three big companies. It was the Washburn Crosby Company became General Mills, Pillsbury, and uh, one that's disappeared now, Northwestern Consolidated. But at its peak in 1916, they could make 49,000 barrels of flour every single day. And, and the location here is, I gather, first of all, of course, there's a lot of states that grow grain around here, so that you got the grain. But the, we also have these small falls called San Anthony Falls here. Now, they're not, I, I don't want the listeners to get, think of Niagara Falls. These are actually sort of almost riffling falls, but they were, again, sufficient to make these deep holes where the water would drop through, turn the turbines, and that crushed the grain and made flour. Yeah, not Niagara Falls by any means, but it was significant. A 50-foot drop in, in the stretch of river right here, on, on the Mississippi River. And that's enough to power 24 flour mills. Absolutely. And the falls were at a fortuitous location, too, where um, you had the, the pine forests of northern Minnesota, so they could float the logs down to the lumber mills and then send that lumber out to the, the prairie lands where there's fertile farmland but no trees and so to build farmhouses and small towns to grow wheat to, to grow bring wheat. back here and make a mill of course, and, yep. and and apparently it went all over the world flour from here absolutely and that was really when minneapolis became the flour capital of the world was when they broke into the european market um, 1879 1880 and i saw in the museum bags with shanghai or some asia written on it now what what percentage do we do you know what percentage of flour we, uh, this city was supplying to the united states I don't know that. Um, we, we've talked about it with trying to figure out ways to just Measure explain the, the scale of what they were doing here. And um, that if you took that one day of production in 1916, the 49,000 barrels of flour, we figured that if you bake that up into loaves of bread, it could make enough for 110 million sandwiches, which was just about <laughs> enough for everybody that lived in the United <laughs> States at the time. A sandwich a day. Yeah. Well, now... Why was it a dangerous business? Because on the face of it, you say flour mill, you're not thinking of a steel mill with great big, you know, burning ovens and, or a car thing or a car assembly plant. What's dangerous about a flour mill? It sounds absolutely benign. <laughs> Tell me about the danger of these mills and, uh, in their heyday. There were all sorts of things that were dangerous in, in a flour mill. Uh, one was just the, all the moving parts. This was direct drive water power. So everything that moved, all of the machines were connected to the the turbines down in the, the basement of the mill, and then by um, a system of belts, pulleys, shafts, and, and, and wheels, everything that moved was connected to that. So uh, if somebody took a wrong move and got their, their arm stuck in one of these wheels, it, it, it could result in amputation. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you mentioned earlier, um, 
the danger of the flour mills and railroads and sawmills um, resulted in Minneapolis becoming a leader in the artificial limb industry. Then there's the, as your slogan on your brochures say, the most explosive museum in America, because we're sitting in just a part of one of the mills, the Washburn A mill, because the other part exploded, to, be, to put it directly, right? Yeah, we've what, had... What's with explosions and flour mills? How does that work? Yeah, so th th we've had three big fires here. The first one um, was with the first Washburn A mill. Four years after it was built, in May of 1878, it was leveled by a massive explosion, an accumulation of flour dust. What happens is if you had, leave enough of that flour dust around and it gets suspended in the air and there's an ignition source, it can be quite deadly as little particles of dust explode and creates a chain reaction. Like the slightest spark from an electrical machine or somebody lighting a cigarette? Exactly right. And we, what, lives have to have been lost in these explosions. Yeah, 14 workers were in the, the building when it exploded and um, killed them instantly, and it started a fire that burned down um, five other mills nearby and took four other lives, so 18 altogether. Now, this week in preparing for the show, I, I stepped onto a tour here, and was that the explosion where it actually blew out windows in St. Paul, which is like, what, eight miles away? Exactly right. They could um, feel it or hear it as far as Stillwater on the Wisconsin border. Which is how far from here? Oh, uh, 15, 30, 20, 30 miles? 30 miles. That's a that must have been an amazing explosion. From flower dust. So let's, uh, by the way, my guest is David Stevens. He's a public program specialist. He's a historian here at the Mill City Museum. We're talking to him about, about this heyday of uh, this as a mill town that really grew Minneapolis. Um, I, I want to go back to, you touched on it and I touched on it, but let's, so, so this prosthetic limb industry that is so prominent or so widespread here in the Twin Cities started to, to, uh, to, to aid workers who lost arms and legs or hands working in these mills. Right, and, and it, again, not just the, the mills. Flour milling, uh, despite all these dangers, you could also inhale the, um, over time, if you inhale enough flour dust into your lungs, it, it created a condition that was known as Miller's lung. But despite all this, there were lots of other industries that were even worse, like uh, the railroads that were operated right outside and, and sawmills and such. But um, again, a number of artificial limb companies operated nearby here. That's no, they go where the money is, mm -hmm. right? Unbelievable. Now, do people? Am I? I was shocked to learn that when I when I moved here and first took a. You and I, you took me for a tour through here for National Geographic Traveler for a walking tour of Minneapolis years ago. I was shocked. Do people who come to this museum they find that as surprising as I did? Oh, absolutely. And and it's it's interesting that it's still an industry that thrives today, and not a direct connection, but one of the. The um, basis of the current economy is um, medical devices and medical technology in general. How about and flour? Is there is flour still still ground here in the Twin Cities? There is in Minneapolis, not here at St. Anthony Falls. The last mill right at the falls closed in 2003, but there are some just a couple miles away down Hiawatha Avenue, and some of the biggest mills in the country are in Minnesota and some smaller towns. I see, and, and they've obviously found ways to clear the air of uh, flour dust so that explosions aren't as uh, likely to happen as they are now. They're doing a better job, but they still happen from time to time in grain elevators uh, across the country. And people, I guess, falling grain, I, I, I've read news stories of people falling into grain elevators and suffocating to death. It's a dangerous business making bread. They're not even making bread. But Bisquick, Wheaties, all that stuff came from here, right? It did, and that, that was a, a big part in what happened in the General 20th Mills, century. The, the margins on flour became less profitable, and so they had to find, find ways to develop products that, that yeah, would be I mean, what did Yeah, what did kill the flour industry here? It was a, a, a lot of different things. I mean, one thing was that um, 
other types of power developed where you didn't have to have your your um, mills right next to a, a waterfall, electricity and other. Um, but you know, lots of other things with changes in railroad rates and, and other mm. things. The long-term trend is to build your flour mills closer to the big population centers. And so um, Buffalo, New York took over as the flour milling capital from Minneapolis in in 1930, and a big milling center today of all places is Los Angeles, California. I'll be done. Now, we have 30 seconds left. What kind of products came out of General Mills here, it's their presence here? Bisquick, Wheaties? Yeah, Bisquick, Wheaties, um, all of the, the Betty Crocker products. Ah. Um, this is the birthplace of Betty Crocker and Poppin' <laughs> Fresh, the Pillsbury Doughboy. Oh, my God. I live in the Twin Cities, the home, home of Poppin' Fresh and, 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 and what's her name, the other one. <laughs> Goodness. David, thank you for dropping by. Fascinating history. And I can't recommend enough, if you're coming here, particularly with kids, this museum is breathtaking. It's beautifully done in, in, in this, I don't want to say bombed out, but it's, it's you know, there's a lot of big thing, walls being held up by support here in this, what used to be a very, very active uh, uh, flower museum here in, in, in the Twin Cities. Dave, thanks for stopping by. Thanks, Rudy. You're listening to Rudy Max's World. When we come back, Robert and Mary Carey are going to take us to Balboa Park in San Diego, a place... I've never been to in San Diego, and I can't wait to get to. They're celebrating their 100th year centennial there this year. We'll be right back. Join Rudy Max's world by calling 800-387-8025. Access the show anytime at rudymaxa.com. We're coming right back. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Georgia has to say about relief factor. Over the years, I've had several injuries. I have had lots of pain, and it's been hard for me to exercise. Now, I'm much more active, so I'm losing weight, and I feel better. I would recommend it to anyone. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Phone lines are always open at 800-387-8025. And stay connected with the program at RudyMaxa.com. Now, back to Rudy Maxa's world. We're almost ready to go. All right, it is 33 past the hour. Robert and Mary carry live from the Hilton La Jolla Torrey Pines. And this is Rudy Maxa's world. Having a lot of fun out here today. Uh, and Rudy's broadcasting with us today from the Mill City Museum in Minneapolis. And this segment of the show is being sponsored by relieffactor.com. So many in our audience are now taking this all-natural relief factor to get, and more importantly, stay out of pain. If you suffer from arthritis, back pain, neck pain, shoulder, foot, and knee pain, or chronic inflammation, just go to relieffactor.com today to get your two-week quick start pack for just $19.95. That's relieffactor.com or visit rudymaxa.com under sponsors for more info. So Balboa Park is the nation's largest urban cultural park. Uh, it's a sprawling 1,200 acres right in the heart of San Diego. Uh, it features, get this, 15 major museums, amazing museums, uh, a performing arts venue, beautiful gardens, got golf courses, ball fields, tennis courts, and, of course, the famed San Diego Zoo. So on Thursday of this week, Mary and I had a chance to visit the park uh, and speak with their director, Mike Ruiz. Here's that interview. 
Mike, welcome to the show today. Thanks for being with us on this beautiful day here at Balboa Park in San Diego. Is it ever not a beautiful day here? Every day Short is answer, a beautiful it day. Is, yes, and we are sitting here outside in this park. So this is the centennial of Balboa Park. Tell us what that means and what's going on for the centennial. What are some highlights? It's been just an amazing year for the anniversary of the 1915 Panama California Exposition. Right. Uh, many folks think that this must be the birthday of Balboa Park. Well, the park actually began in 1868 as City Park. And it wasn't until the 1910s that Balboa Park was able to get its name after Nunez Vasquez Balboa. Mm -hmm. And the small little town of just under 40,000 decided to put on a huge exposition. And that was in the honor of the uh, opening of the Panama Canal. Right. So that's the centennial. That is the true centennial. And what do you have planned? What are some highlights going on this year? Well, we have just a whole lineup of events that have already occurred but there's mm -hmm. still a ton that you can't miss. For example, if you have an opportunity to come to San Diego during the summer, we have a, the Centennial Music Series. Between having music here in the plaza and the organ pavilion, you can catch live music and really experience true San Diego musicians and right. performers. One you want to mark your calendar for is October 3rd and 4th. It's our signature uh, city event. It's a uh, Maker's Fair, San Diego Maker's Fair. Very first time it's coming to uh, Balboa Park. So share with us, what Maker's Fair, what, tell us what that is. So it began just as tinkers and people you know, making things in their garage. But then you want to take it one level further. If you add technology to the mix, now you're really talking about a maker. You're, hmm. They're able to achieve things and create things. For example, 3D printing yeah. is a perfect In, example. Inventors, creators, all of that. Wow. So, so you're going to be able to see the you know the best of, of what San Diego has to offer right here in this plaza on, on October 3rd and 4th. We're even bringing a, a giant robot that uh, is going to be able to greet you as you as you walk in. <laughs> All right, so that's something not to miss. So, so, Mike, tell us for our listeners around the country, paint a picture of Balboa Park. Uh, what does it offer visitors and so forth? I mean, many of the listeners that we have, I'm sure that they've been to San Diego, maybe they ventured here, but others, maybe they've heard of it, they don't know all that there has to offer here. I and mean, as we look around, there's just so much for people to take in. Paint a picture to the audience around the country for us. Balboa Park is truly the destination that has the largest concentration of institutions and organizations all in one place. And I would argue that it's probably the densest population of uh, museums anywhere. Yeah, so there are 15 States. of them, I believe, correct? Absolutely. Yeah. And, that's not and varied, too. And that's not including the smaller organizations, the nonprofit organizations. You know, we also have a civic organist who performs every Sunday for free to the public, and that's the longest-running civic organist performer anywhere in the United States. Well, where we are right now in the living room, uh, this is the very European plaza. I mean, very, very much so. If, if I could add, sure. uh, you know, it's, it's really not just about the destination. It's more about this experience. If you want to come to Balboa Park, it's, it's about the discovery. Because you can come any day of the park, as, as you're experiencing right now, and you can run across a musician, a performer, or just people watch. And you can spend all day sitting right here in the plaza. Yeah, it's beautiful. I, I'd like to get to Kate's sessions. And if you could tell our audience, uh, I just think this is interesting. Go back a little bit more to the origin of the park and how she contributed to this park. We have a lot to be thankful for with uh, Kate Sessions' vision. You know, she was one of the first horticulturalists here in the park. 
she had a wonderful nursery over on the, the west side of the park where she was able to plant 300 plants citywide and 100 just here in the park. That was her deal. So she was able to get some water in return and land to use, but that allowed her to basically plant many of the many of the plants all, all through Balboa so Park. So she basically was a smart businesswoman and cut a deal with the park. I'll plant for you if you give me this. And look at this beautiful place today. Mike, uh, real quick, listeners around the country, if they want to check out website. Balboapark.org, and it lists everything, not only inside the buildings, but outside as well. And it lists all the events, especially the centennial events. So you can just click on there and explore and plan your day. And need to be here October 3rd and 4th for Maker's Fair. So, Mike Ruiz, thanks very much. Thanks so much. I do not know. I mean, I've been to San Diego dozens of times, and I have completely missed Balboa uh, Park. Only when Robert and Mary told me about their visit there, uh, did I say, what? What? I guess I always go out out there over there by the, uh, what's that big hotel that all the movie uh, the stars Del Coronado? The, yeah, the Del Coronado. Yeah, right. I, the I stayed out. we got to get you to Balboa Park, Rudy. I know. There's no question about it. I'll be done. All right, when we come back, when we come back, I'm going to talk to one of the first farm-to-table chefs I knew, founder of the Minneapolis Farmer's Market. We're talking about the glories of Farmer's Market. I'll be right back. Don't go away. Rudy Max's world phone lines are open anytime. So call us at 800-387-8025. And so is the website at rudymaxa.com. Stay with us. We're coming right back after these messages. I'd like to extend a warm welcome to our newest sponsor, MyPillow.com. The Carries and I have been using a MyPillow pillow now for weeks, and we're loving them. They're American-made and guaranteed to provide the best sleep you've ever had. Rudy Max's world listeners receive a special buy one, get one free offer. So if you suffer from snoring, insomnia, neck pain, migraines, allergies, sleep apnea, TMJ, and more, get the most comfortable pillow you'll ever own by calling 800-775-1983 or go to MyPillow.com and enter the promo code RUDY. There's also a link at RudyMaxa.com under Sponsors. If you've got aches, pains, and soreness, it could be chronic inflammation. Listen to what Dave has to say about Relief Factor. I was in a sawmill accident and suffered with pain and discomfort for 60 years. I heard about Relief Factor and decided to order it. And in four days, I was walking without a limp and without pain. I am thrilled. For more information about Relief Factor and the two-week quick start for just $19.95, go to relieffactor.com. That's relieffactor.com. Are you struggling with addiction or alcohol problems? If you're depressed, drinking, and using drugs, you may need help. And the Affordable Care Act guarantees coverage of substance abuse. I knew I could get myself out of this. I just needed some hope and some help. I took the first step to recovery when I made the call. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-550-0101. 800-550-0101. I feel like I'm losing control. I'm afraid I'll lose my job or even my family. Call now for hope and help with proven gentle recovery programs. I never thought that I could be somebody who didn't drink and use drugs. I'm in recovery, getting the help I need. Call the Addiction Hope and Helpline now for a free assessment with someone who cares. Call 800-550-0101. 800-550-0101. Car Fox, can you help me find a great used car? I sure can. First, start with the millions of used cars for sale at the new Carfax.com. Give it a try. Show me cars with no accidents reported. Wow, show me no accidents in one owner? Okay, okay, show me no accidents, one owner, and service records. That's the power of Carfax. That is fabulous! 
Plus, you get a free Carfax report with every used car for sale. Start your search at Carfax.com. There are river cruises, and then there are river cruises on board the award-winning Emerald Waterways cruise ships. Emerald Waterways European Cruises won the 2014 Cruise Critic Editor's Pick Award for the best new river ship, and it's easy to see why. Shore excursions are included on almost every cruise day. You'll experience first-class service from an English-speaking crew, complimentary Wi-Fi, spacious accommodations, and gratuities, transfers, and port charges are included. To get your new 2016 brochure, visit emeraldwaterways.com or go to rudymaxa.com and look under Sponsors for Emerald Waterways. Get out the map, get out the map, and lay your finger anywhere down. To participate in the program, call anytime, 800 387 8025, or log on to rudymaxa.com. Once again, you're in Rudy Maxa's world. At 43 past the hour, this segment of Rudy Max's World is coming to you live today from the Mill City Museum in Minneapolis, Minnesota, hard by the Mississippi River. And Robert and Mary Carey are in La Jolla, Torrey Pines, uh, uh, having a fine time in SoCal. This segment of the show is sponsored by Emerald Waterways. Now, there are river cruises, and then there are river cruises aboard the award-winning Emerald Waterways. They'll take you to Europe's great cities or countries like Vietnam and Cambodia. Their ships have onboard pools and cinemas. Shore excursions are included, as are all gratuities, transfers, port charges, beer and wine. By the way, they won the 2014 Cruise Critic Editor's Pick for Best New River Cruise. So check them out today at emeraldwaterways.com and order your free 2016 brochure. Or just go to rudymaxa.com, the radio show's website, look under Sponsors. And by the way, if you book any Europe 12- to 17-day river cruise, that's a European 12- to 17-day river cruise, by the end of this month, July 31st, you'll save $1,000 per couple. I have been dining on Brendan Langton's, uh, I called her Langton earlier, it's a T, not a D, Langton's food um, at her restaurant Spoon River for years. It is right here, a stone's throw away from where we're broadcasting the Mill Mill City Museum, right next to the Guthrie Guthrie Theater, and between us is the Mill City Farmer's Market, not the Minneapolis Farmer's Market, as I've been calling it. Brenda's here to, I wish I had Brenda in my life all the time to correct me. God knows how many errors I make all day. Mill City, you started the Mill City, Farmer, Mill City Farmer's Market right out here. It's wildly popular. It's the C&C, C&B scene place for many, many Apolitans on Saturday mornings. Um, what, what we, there were already, St. Paul's got a farmer's market. Minneapolis has got one right, started a little right. out there a little bit. What, right. what moved this? Well, good morning. Good um, morning. The farmer's market here, the Mill City Farmer's Market, is um, about sustainable and organic farming. Which is what your restaurant's about and what your whole life, your professional life's been about. Right. I mean, we've been serving farm-to-table for over 30 years. Um, And so every Saturday, it is the best way to come and support farmers. The money goes directly to them. It is the most sustainable way for a farmer to sell their products. And it's a huge difference because once you get a middleman in there, the farmer doesn't make the real cost of food. And it adds a couple of days to getting to your table as well. The freshness, the nutritious vegetables, and, and the pasture-raised meat, and the homemade cheeses from Minnesota, they are so fresh. And it's in bloom now. The new corn's coming in. 
First now, day for corn, yeah. Anthony Bourdain of CNN fame was here last night speaking in Minneapolis, and I went to his speech, and he, he belittled the phrase farm to table. What's, well, you said, what's the big deal? Everything starts in a farm and winds up on a table. What would you say to Tony? Well, Tony and I could not be more opposite <laughs> people. I, I, I've known this for quite some time, and, you know, I just, I don't know. I really believe that food is medicine, and I believe that our health is governed by what we eat, and Tony doesn't have that sort of... Uh, Ethos. Yeah. So, you know, I really believe that um, it's super important to our earth to support the farmers and sustainable and organically grown foods. And by the way, let me just say an aside to our listeners, um, he was his usual swaggering macho self last night on stage. I, I think he's got a cult. People gave him a standing ovation when he walked out. I'm like, give me a break. He hasn't said anything yet. And you said there's a, a new piece in this week's New Yorker on him that sort of maybe... Yeah, just to get rid of the macho talking about right. food. And really, you know, women are so involved. There, we have so many women farmers, too. It, right, I, don't want, I don't want to pick on yeah, I don't want to talk... Now, we, you are not a vegan, are you? You're not a vegetarian oh, necessarily. No, we have beautiful, beautiful meat that we buy um, from one of our farmers, Sunshine Harvest. It's for Spoon River, the restaurant. For Spoon River, and they're right outside the door here. They have incredible beef and lamb and chicken and eggs and... The market is just in full bloom right now, and we are, you know, our fish plates are loaded with beets and and gorgeous radishes and pea pods and beans and corn. I mean, our plates right now at Spoon River are stunning. You do you do your dishes so well. I mean, I'm sorry I live so far away in St. Paul, which. Uh... Well, we like to say we eat the rainbow of colors, and you know, your dishes that's what are beautiful. We do. I mean, I, uh, for listeners who don't understand, Twin Cities are very close. It's, 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 it's nine minutes on an interstate between the two cities. And uh, there are St. Paulites who never have stepped foot in Minneapolis and vice versa. It's true. They've never been to the other city. Now, I, I come this way a lot, but not often enough. So here's the deal. You come down here to the waterfront. You go to the Mill City Museum in the morning. I say 10 o'clock. You then seek over to Spoon River, which is a one-minute walk away for lunch at Brenda's Place. If it's Saturday morning, you're lucky enough to walk through the Mill City Farmer's Market. And then you take the afternoon to maybe walk along the river or bike along the river. Right. And I you mean, go to theater at the Guthrie. You look up at the sky and you see eagles flying and um, you load up on your produce and, and you have a wonderful day. It is truly spectacular down here. Almost makes me want to live here. Brenda Langton, thanks for stopping thanks, by. Rudy. Spoon River's the restaurant. You can look up the Farmer's Market at the MillCityFarmersMarket.org or SpoonRiver.com for Brenda's Restaurant. When we come back, Robert and Mary Carrier checking in with Rick Schwartz. To participate in the program and have some fun, call 800-387-8025 or email the show at info at RudyMaxa.com. We're coming right back. To join Rudy Max's world, call anytime, 800-387-8025. Follow the program on Facebook at Rudy Max's World. Now back to America's number one travel radio show. Know anything. Uh, Thanks for staying with us. It is 52 past the hour. We hope you've enjoyed this special two-city live broadcast. Hear a little bit of commotion going on there. That's okay. A trip to San Diego would not be complete without a visit to the renowned San Diego Zoo. During our visit to Balboa Park, we also took some time to check out the zoo and caught up with their zoo ambassador, Rick Schwartz. Here's that interview. 
Rick, thanks for being with us here today. Thanks so much for being here. The San Diego Zoo is universally known. And in fact, recently TripAdvisor just ranked it number one zoo in the world. Congratulations. Yes, uh, yes, thank you so much. We're very proud of that. Yeah, I'm sure you are. And you have an exciting exhibit that just opened this past spring. Please tell our listeners about that exhibit. Certainly. We've always been very well known for the last decade, actually more than a decade, over our Panda Research Station and what we've always referred to as Panda Canyon. But with that, we've now added on an extension to Panda Canyon, if you will, and that's our Asian cat exhibit. So as you go down to pandas, you get to experience a wide variety of species that share habitat and regional areas that the panda can be found in. Asian cats has snow leopards and emur leopards, which are all in the Asian continent. Right. And very rare cats at that, and they're great brand new exhibit that allow the cats not only a nice big exhibit from front to back and side to side, but there's also a third dimension, you know, going up, a lot of areas to climb and hide and play as well. And this will be a permanent exhibit, of course. Correct. Yes, okay. it is. You know, Rick, I think what I love about the zoo, we've been here several times in the past, is you could be 7, 47, or 77, <laughs> and you appeal to all ages. Yes. So as the zoo ambassador, you get to come here all the time, obviously. Yep. <laughs> Uh, what are some of your favorite parts of the park, and what do you love to show people? Well, you know, I think as far as favorite locations, there's all these beautiful little nuggets here and there. Uh, definitely, you go out to Elephant Odyssey, and you are transported to California 12,000 years ago when there were lions and, and saber-toothed cats. Obviously, we don't have saber-toothed cats, <laughs> right, we've got right. jaguars. <laughs> right, right. But the way it's laid out, it really gives you that opportunity to learn about the history of the area, what was once here, and where these uh, sort of ancestors of those animals uh, can be found, or descendants, I should say, of those animals can be found today. And give you a little overview of the concept as well, you know, and so it, there, every opportunity you never turn, you turn around, you don't know what you're going to yeah, see. Every time you turn around, you're yeah. You're I going. mean, it's, it's really a lot of fun. You have a favorite place in the zoo you like? You know, for a quick escape, there's a little corner uh, just past Flamingos where we are called Fern Canyon. You go down there to actually get down to Panda Canyon quickly, but as you're going down there, it's this beautiful rainforest, and it is like being in a different part of the world. And what about the rare animals? You certainly have quite a few. What would you say would be one of the rarest that you're happy to have here? Uh, you know, I think one of the rarest for someone to see in the zoo environment would be mm -hmm. the Tasmanian devil. Uh, that said, we have so many reptiles as well that you can only find here at the zoo. And not to be overlooked, our plant collection as well. We are a horticultural institution with plants that might be going extinct in the wild, but you can see them right here at the zoo as well. Uh, going back to Tasmanian devils, though, there's only yeah. a couple zoos here in the U.S. that have them. And we were fortunate to get a couple with our Australian Outback opening just a few years ago. Okay, Tasmanian Devils. We'll have to keep an eye out for them. <laughs> Rick, thanks. Thank you. <laughs> and Ma Mary's favorite were, uh, was certainly the koala bears. The koala bears, bears yeah, certainly. yes. All right, so if you're interested in finding out more about the San Diego Zoo, their website is pretty simple, sandiegozoo.org. All right, so Rudy, um, I know we're coming to the end. We've got about three minutes left. Uh, how about a quick deal of the week? Well, this is, this is sort of, whoops, uh, we're here in the lobby of the Mill City Museum, and it's getting noisy as the museum gets a little more crowded. Well, this is an interesting thing. Uh, Delta just announced a new airline sale, um, actually Friday, or this morning, really, Saturday morning. And, you know, normally airline sales mean cheaper airfares, and, of course, Delta is promising that. But this is the first time I've ever seen this. They've also reduced the amount of miles you would need to use to get an award ticket on routes really? as part of the sale. You know, normally they reduce prices, uh, but this is miles. So this is good for uh, travel within the 48 contiguous states. You've got to buy 14 days in advance, stay over a Saturday night. Here's some sample round trips. Portland to Seattle, 148 or 10,000 miles. San Diego to Salt Lake City, 208 bucks or 15,000 miles. Atlanta to Tampa, one. Anyway, you get the idea. It's fewer miles than normal for a coach award ticket. So it's an unusual uh, kind of sale. And if you've always wanted to go business class to Europe, um, Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's may offer you the opportunity to do that. Those dates, of course, see fewer full fare business travelers because they're home for the holidays. So United is offering round-trip prices in the $2,000 to $2,300 range from the States to Europe. 
That's crazy. I mean, you pay 1300 bucks to fly coach right now to Europe, from, uh, at least from Minnesota. Sure. Now, I expect competitors will match, but right now you can fly other Star Alliance carriers like Lufthansa and TAP Air Portugal. Uh, deals out of JFK and Newark, 2006 bucks to Amsterdam and back. Round trip, $2,311, $2,311 to London, 2268 to Madrid. So your Thanksgiving travel is you can go out and fly out there from, to Europe, November 21st to the 27th, come back November 26th through December 2nd. Xmas, uh, Xmas, Christmas and New Year's, uh, you fly out to Europe on, between December 14th and January 2nd, and you return December 21st to January 6th. You've got to stay three nights and the maximum stay is 10 days, but you've got to purchase your tickets by August 31st, but that's a pretty big window. You've got another you know, month and a week to, to do, do that, so check that out. Now, remember, you can get discounts of up to $400 if you're an AARP, the re, you know, retired people's, uh, if you're flying British Airways. But here's the secret. Everybody thinks you've got to be like you know, Medicare or Social Security age to join AARP. Anybody can join AARP. Your kid can join AARP. You'll save 65 bucks on a British Airways coach ticket round trip, 130 on a premium economy ticket, 400 on a business class ticket. It's valid for travel through May 31st. If you book by the end of October, you've got to go to the special AARP link at BA's website. There you go. I'm I sorry, think Bob. you got it all in. That's Robert? okay. And I'm glad we were able to do this two-city broadcast, uh, two broadcast. So special thanks I have to give to all our guests who joined us here in La Jolla at the Torrey Pines Hilton uh, and to, with Rudy in Minneapolis at the Mill City Museum. Want to give special thanks to our show engineer, Jeff Ryder, back in New York, and Rudy's engineer, Johnny Hagan, show producer, Janet Diacevedo McDonald, and of course, all of you out there who make this America's number one travel radio show. Travel safe and enjoy. You've been listening to Rudy Max's World, America's number one travel radio show on the SSI Radio Network.